0: Welcome to the SK Strength Show where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. welcome again so i just did a sweet little intro there hope you enjoyed it um so that i can stop saying the exact same thing at the start of every episode but um welcome to episode 10 um i think it's something like 90 or so percent of people that record a podcast never end up making it to episode 10 so here you are listening to the top 10% of podcasters or something like that. Um, so the thing we're going to talk about today is, is about something that I did a post about last week and it was kind of inspired by a question I got asked from, I actually can't remember who I got asked it by, I think it was, it was either a client or a potential client or something like that. And they basically asked... Actually, I don't know if they even asked me this question. Or, I oh don't know, I think I remember what it was. I should have probably tried to remember this before I started. But um, I think it was somebody filling in a check-in, basically saying how their nutrition was better this week, but they're going to try to start eating fresh veg rather than frozen. And basically got me thinking about you know whether one is better than the other. And just basically about how it actually doesn't really matter at all if one of them' is better than the other <coughs> so i'm not going to talk to you about frozen and fresh fruit and veg although i will say that i've heard that frozen is actually better in the uh, not only in convenience ways but apparently better um for you in terms of like locking in the nutritional value of it but i don't know if that's true and that's not what i'm going to talk about um so uh yeah so basically the point of this is focusing on moving the big rocks first so what i mean by that is focus on doing the things and creating the habits that are going to give you the most bang for your buck first and worry about all the minutia and all of that stuff later um it's like when you're first starting to train in the gym we'll do a lot of compound exercises to again get the most bang for your buck we're not going to do tons of isolation stuff maybe maybe we'll do a little bit of it but we're not gonna do a ton of it straight away because you know you need to build a foundation and so building a foundation is what we need to do in all aspects of our life. And too often we get bogged down in the tiny details of health and fitness, when really those things will probably barely help you improve even like a percentile compared to the main things we need to keep in check, like our uh, exercise, nutrition, sleep, life stress, uh, creating meaningful, social relationships, um, things like that, these are the things that have a big big effect on our health and fitness. And you know, whether you're taking the latest supplement that people are talking about is probably well, first of all the supplement is probably not actually any good and probably not gonna help you at all. But also you shouldn't even be thinking about supplements until you've got the other stuff in 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 in, in. <laughs> in check so but you know we we love to focus on these little things because it's kind of like productive procrastination it makes us feel like we're working towards the thing that we say we want to work towards even though deep down we kind of know that that's not really what we're doing we're taking the easy road of just buying this tub of fucking uh pills or just or getting really bogged down in the the numbers of reps you should be doing when actually you're not turning up to the gym um and it makes us feel like we're you know trying to be optimal and get the get all the details in order but actually it is just you being not lazy but um it's you putting off the difficult things that are actually going to make an impact but this is why the supplement industry is worth billions and just keeps on growing because people would rather take a pill than address their training diet sleep life stress all of those things and in a, in a way I kind of I get it actually I 100% get it especially if you don't have a ton of knowledge in that space where you can't really pass through okay which of these supplements are bullshit and which one of them are actually going to help me um it's very attractive to somebody struggling with something when someone says oh buy a tub of these pills take one every day or every other day or whatever it is and it's going to cure that problem that you have and nine times i'd say nine times out of ten i'd say 999 times out of a thousand that is not the answer actually maybe even more than that it's just not the answer um so like i say if you don't have your training slash exercise diet sleep life stress in order then you have no business asking questions about all these other little details cool if you're like interested in this stuff and you just want to learn more but make sure you're not just getting information without action because information without action is pointless. Um you can know all the you know details of training and nutrition and stuff in the world, but if you can't actually find a way to implement all of it then what good is it? You just got a big fat fitness brain for for no reason and so if we take it back to like this topic of frozen versus fresh fruit and veg i know i said i wasn't going to talk about it but it is relevant so the only important thing or the main important thing is that you're actually eating enough fruit and veg in the first place so whichever one of those you choose if you don't, if you're not eating enough or you're not eating any, then it doesn't really matter. If you decide that you prefer fresh or for whatever reason you think that it is better and you've got the time to prepare it, you know how to prepare it, and it doesn't become a barrier to you actually getting it in, then great, go for it. I like to have a bit of a mixture. Um, if I could... Prepare well, I say if I could, I could prepare fresh stuff all the time if I wanted to, but I don't want to. I like to just have a bit of convenience here and there. Um, but yeah, if you if it means that you need to use frozen, then that's also great because that means you'll actually get something. It's recognizing these barriers to that stop you from taking up these healthy behaviors and not getting so if you, you, you take someone that has a very busy life you know um works a lot has a family to look after tries trying to get their exercise in all of that and if they for some reason see frozen veg as like a bad thing and something you shouldn't be using so they only go for fresh stuff well when they get back from the gym at seven o'clock and they've got half an hour to cook and eat their dinner before helping the kids with, I don't know, I don't have kids, so it's hard to know what what people do with kids, help them with homework, put them to bed, that sort of shit, Um, (laughs) then they're just going to not have them. They're just going to take something quick and easy. They're going to go, I don't have time for this, so... Then that long-term effect is that they, yeah, maybe 50% of the time they will prepare that fruit and veg, but then the other 50% of the time they aren't. And then when you think of how that will then stack up over the long term, that means half the time they're not having like any servings of fruit and veg, then it's probably not great from a health standpoint. So I would much rather they got that idea out of their heads and just bought frozen and then we're able to bump that and even then you might still get sometimes where they don't do it but you'll bump that percentage up a hundred percent well not a hundred percent but you know i meant like bump (laughs) i meant like you will a hundred percent bump up that percentage not as in you'll bump that that percentage up by a hundred percent okay glad i cleared that up Um and this same thing applies to training. Like I see it all the time. People wanting to know what is like the perfect program for them, what is the optimal amount of sets per muscle group, what rep range should they be working with, and all this sort of stuff. And like I mentioned earlier, none of that matters if you are unable to keep up a exercise routine for longer than few weeks you know you can do whatever sets reps exercises rest times um whatever type of training you want but if ultimately you are yet to figure out a way to keep yourself consistent over a long period of time then honestly do whatever training you want because it does not matter once you get to the point where you're very consistent and you, you basically have to earn the right to ask these questions in a sense actually these questions of like perfect programs perfect rep ranges amount of sets all that sort of stuff it's not something that anybody else can answer for you it's something that you have to try out like science and other coaches and things like that can give you a good start point and take some of the guesswork out but ultimately all of this stuff is guesswork because we're all different. What works for me might not work for you, and then what works for you won't work for your neighbour, and then what works for your neighbour won't work for I don't know, uh, Mark Walbert. Don't know why I, he was the first like fitness, fitnessy celebrity person that I thought of. But there we go. And then if we apply this to another thing that. People are always getting bogged down with stuff that doesn't matter. So recovery. Ice baths are becoming a a massive thing for some reason. Um, You know, you can take all the ice baths in the world, you know, have one every day, go get a massage all the time, buy yourself a fucking Theragun, take supplements. But if you're sleeping five hours a night and you're, training dose isn't appropriate for you so you're like training too much barely sleeping you can do all of these like kind of additional recovery modalities you want Uh, it's not going to make a difference um these are focusing on you know it's the sort of thing that like athletes will focus on to get that extra tiny little bit of performance or recovery out and it's not something that sort of general population should even really be thinking about and the ice baths thing is just insane you've got people that train in the gym like three times a week um buying ice baths and sitting out in them first thing in the morning for reasons they don't even really understand anyway this isn't meant to be about ice baths but you know if you're going to invest time, money, and energy into something, I think you should at least be somewhat up on whether it's actually worth doing. I feel like some people just see some like jack guy get, getting in an ice bath first thing in the morning and decide, oh, that is how he got absolutely jacked, so I'm going to do it, which is obviously not the case. And then the well i was about to say the last one i've got a couple of things to talk about yet um so life stress that i mentioned as well i mean this is the one that is obviously kind of the hardest one to address because you know things with work family friendships all that sort of stuff it's not all entirely with your within your control um i mean the other ones aren't all entirely within your control either but this one in particular has so many other outside influences, so it's a hard one to address. But I think addressing it probably looks a little bit like, you know, obviously it depends if you're in the situation to be able to do this, but basically not sticking around in whether it's jobs, relationships, friendships, whatever that um, that don't sort of serve the person you want to be in the the life that you want to live like if you are getting up five days a week to go do a job that you despise for eight hours a day where it's just constant stress and all of that then i would say that's probably not great for your health for a lot of reasons like the stress being one thing but if you just think like how bad of a mood that ends up likely putting you in and think how much harder it is to make the other healthy decisions when you're in a shitty mood because you're, you've worked an eight-hour day with your boss just yelling at you the whole time and you just sat at a desk on a laptop um just doing things that are, are not really fulfilling you. now i'm aware that um not everybody knows what uh what else they would want to do or or has many other options but i would hazard a guess that there's got to be something else out there and similar with like relationships and friendships and stuff if it's i think people um get too comfortable with something that is like just good enough um so yeah but this is getting (laughs) this getting way out of um, fitnessy stuff but it's also something that is important to sort of keep tabs on so if there are things in your life that are not working for you and that are sapping your energy rather than giving you energy then it's just something that can also have an influence I'm going to stop giving uh, life advice because that is not my role. Uh, life coach coming soon, I guess. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so the last one. So, like I already said about your your mood, um, that is probably a really overlooked thing in terms of making these decisions to try and improve your health, whether that's through exercise or diet or sleep or whatever it is it's just tons easier to make these decisions when you're generally in a better mood and now it's not easy to just you can't just be in a good mood all the time but it definitely helps and do try and solve all these problems like this you know with these kind of quick fixes and things that um, get marketed to as, as like the saviour of whatever issue it is you're having it's like if you're in a shitty mood and you decide right I'm going to go buy whatever it is I don't know, buy a new phone or buy a load of clothes or whatever to make you feel better it's like yeah that might make you feel better for a bit or something like that but if you don't solve the root cause of the reason you're in a bad mood then it's going to be short-lived it's like fad diets and you know all of this stuff links into each other so basically stop focusing on minor details things that seem like quick fixes start focusing on the things that you know are the the important things and kind of always have known exercising properly eating properly sleeping properly Managing your life stress and then developing a good amount of social relationships because apparently having lots of friends is actually one of the biggest predictors of health. So go out and get some mates as well as all of these other healthy things. And, yeah, that's basically all I had to say on this one. This was kind of all over the place. I didn't really make a lot of notes for this one. Um, So I kind of just vibed from the hip and just kind of said stuff that I felt like saying, basically. But, yeah, as always, thank you for listening. If you got this far, make sure to subscribe for more of this every week, hopefully every week. I'm going on holiday in a few weeks, and we'll see if I... Get one out that week. Probably won't, but my uh, my one listener listener won't uh, mind too much. Hopefully, and uh, yeah, I will uh, see you on the next one.